Hello there, and welcome to the Scotty Mac and Cheese podcast. It's a good, another great one for singles today. And I actually got this idea from a radio buddy of mine in California. Her name's Ellen Kay. And the subject is about how to pop the half question. The half question has to do with becoming an exclusive relationship. And it's that point where you're saying, okay, we've been dating for a while, so where do we go from here? It's kind of like not knowing, but you sort of know, and you don't really know, but you sort of know, because you've been on several dates, and maybe you've held hands, and maybe a little kissing going on, uh, you've cuddled, or watched a little Hulu or Netflix, uh, met the parents, and it was their idea. See, that's a good thing. Uh, one of the ones that came through for me when I met my wife, and she had been single for a while, I passed the jack russell terrier test because <laughs> when she actually melanie has two jack russell uh, terriers that are twins it's jack and jill get it and, and jack for all of the fellas that called on melanie in her single days jack didn't like any of them but with me he thought i was kind of cool so that was that was a big mark there so let's get to the feelings about and, and this is a great subject the half question, how to pop the half questions, getting to your feelings and methods on how to pursue becoming an exclusive relationship item if, in fact, that's the way you want to go. Now, the facts are you want to be with them and you th seem to think that they want to be with you without anyone else waiting in the wings or, you know, even wanting to jump in may be a little dangerous. You, you don't want to test the boundaries so much that, you know, they'll want to go screaming into the streets. And let's be honest, you really are fearful of what could happen. My wife often reminds me when I'm apprehensive about anything, she says, we don't live in a what if world. We've got to put those negatives in our brain out of our brain, because if we don't, we'll miss out on something wonderful. Even if what we hope for doesn't happen, there's something else to come. She's very wise and also very strong and uh, apparently a lot stronger than me, but it's good advice. But let's say you're a nervous dater and you're wanting to take the next step, but what are you supposed to do with this relationship with a mystery? Well, you want to pop the half question. Well, number one, create discovery. And you can do that by setting your own agenda. Don't be afraid to have the talk about your feelings because it's important for them to understand your feelings have importance. And it's important for you to understand that too. There shouldn't be secondary to somebody else, especially in a relationship. There should be equality there, even if they don't see it the way you do. You know where you stand within your own feelings. There are fewer expectations. So uh, even with the response, it may not be exactly what you want. There's less of a chance your emotions will be crushed because you're kind of already planning that, even if they turn into a ghost and if you start fishing with subtle words. Number two, make a mental list of what you want from the relationship. Here's, here's one that uh, I was thinking about the other day. Maybe the suggestion would be made about their Facebook profile pic. Would, uh, oh, that's a really good picture of us. Maybe you ought to use that as a profile pic on that or Instagram. 
it's a casual way to maybe mention, wow, that's a great picture of us. I think I'm, I'm thinking about putting that as my profile pic. What do you think of that? And, and maybe you'd take it a step further and say, what do you think about putting that as your profile pic? And then you just sort of wait for that response. If there's some hesitation, then you kind of get an idea and you're not putting yourself too far out there. Okay, here's the thing about setting your own time frame. This is number three. How long that is can vary. I mean, it can be three weeks or three months. And maybe you're an organized, methodical, pre-planning kind of person. You may have a, an idea of the time span that should be. But when you meet this person and your emotions kick in, just be prepared that all of those pre-planning things that you've done in organization go out the window because emotions and uh, possibly love is getting in there. It can be a little confusing, so don't let that uh, scare you away. Okay, here's number four. Take what your friends advise, but only up to a point, even your besties. Now, they may know you very well, and you may even say that, but they can never know the true inner workings of your emotional soul when it comes to love and romance. And sometimes you have to go against their advice and follow your own heart and feelings. Okay, uh, what's next? Number five? Are we on? Yes, five. Okay, do the fact-finding in person. The temptation to do this Here's the temptation of doing this, say, via text. It can take away the pressure of meeting somebody face-to-face. -face. But remember, the words only go so far. It's, it's tempting to get into a feelings talk over text, but you won't be able to watch the body language or see their eyes light up or, on the negative side, watch them squirm a little bit. It's all, all better to do that. They may be ready to leap, you won't see the what-ifs on their face, particularly with guys. I mean, they may be ready to leap, but they're a little... I was going to say unsure. That's not the term I was looking for. This is new territory for them, and, and they're a little confused. So don't... You, you won't be able to pick that up in a text. Words only go so far. You know that. Especially if you've been texting somebody. Have you ever been there? Like everybody has. You text something to a friend or maybe a family member... And the meaning comes across as being harsh, but you never create men it that way. Okay? It's good to do it face-to-face, -face, even though it's a little uncomfortable. There's a lot less mystery of it. And you're even able to show you can let your guard down and be vulnerable to that person. They can see it face-to-face. Okay, let's go to number six. Frame the conversation in a way that makes you feel more comfortable. You don't necessarily have to say... I want to be your girlfriend, or have the guy say, I'd really like for you and me to be exclusive. You should say those things if you have strong feelings, but you don't have to go through this like a bull in a china shop. There may be a more subtle approach. Uh, here's a great one. Um, I had one of my friends come up to me, and they ask about us, Melanie and me, if we were an exclusive item, and, you know, I didn't know what to say. Or maybe... You know, my mom's been kind of pestering me about you, and uh, they asked me about, okay, so are you close? And, and you really didn't know what to tell them, so you put the ball in their court to ask that person to say, okay, what should I tell them? 
And sometimes that can be a little challenging because you get scared. But I, I want to refer to a guy, a friend of mine, uh, years ago, he, he was a sales trainer. And <laughs> in asking for the clothes, remember, this is cool stuff. You don't need guts all the time, just in 10-second increments. That also applies to the nerves about asking the half question. Here's number seven. Practice what you say before you say it. Winging it can, it may be how you roll, and I do that to some extent, but sometimes when you're talking about the potential of a relationship, it's it, this is important stuff. This is not like trying to convince your friends to do a girl's trip to Destin. You know, you're winging your way on how to get them convinced. This is about your emotions. So it may be worthwhile to sit down and maybe come up with an outline, maybe role play with a, a BFF, and, and then you'll have a better idea of what to say, especially if you write it down. Now, you don't have to memorize it. You can just sketch out the ideas and then practice it to get around the butterflies that you may feel when you're out there. Practice aloud, and then it won't be such a big deal. As I found out with Melanie, I didn't want to come across as a cheesy jokester if that was my personality. A lot of people that wing it do this to, um, I guess, a coping skill to get around the uncomfortable situation. But remember, when you're talking to that person about something so important, it's a time to take things seriously. Okay, uh, finally, let's look at a very effective way to find out when the time is right to pop the half question about you being an exclusive. I already mentioned my wife, Melanie. Uh, this is a great way, and I don't think she planned this. It just sort of happened, but it is a good idea. She was ready to move into the exclusive direction just after a couple of dates with me. And look, I got to admit, I have no idea why. <laughs> I was not her type. And she really wasn't my type either, but I was drawn to her. She just felt it was right in her spirit, as she told me later. And the background was this. She was exclusively single for 10 years. I, I talked about that on another podcast. She wasn't pursuing any relationship, uh, gave that time to work on her and some of what had gone on in her past and relationships that didn't work out. So when she started dating again, there were over like a dozen men who showed interest and, and about a half dozen of them that were very interested in her. Later, I found out, and this is after we went out a couple of times, she wanted an exclusive with me, but she didn't tell me. And after about two weeks, she casually mentioned she had a pre-planned formal date to the governor's inauguration a few years back. The, the you know, the ball at the governor's mansion. Uh, well, no, I, I don't think it was there. I think it was at the Renaissance Hotel. She reassured me uh, that this guy was a friend, nothing more. And then she asked me if I would be okay if she were to go. And if I didn't like it, she said, look, I'll cancel. But I knew the event was special, and I didn't want her to feel like I was a control freak. So I encouraged her to go. Besides, it was a governor's inauguration, and this would be something that she had not done before. But that's when, as it got closer to the date and the date itself, the uh, exclusive relationship bug hit me. <laughs> I was a hot mess that night. Couldn't stand it. I even texted her during the date to tell her I was thinking about her and hoping she was having a good time. 
And so what she did was she excused herself during the date to the ladies' room and called me and reminded me again they were just friends. What I didn't know at the time, even after the first date, she abruptly shut off all the other men that were asking her out. Kind of like a sharp knife to an onion. Bam! Chop! Over! So from personal experience, that's the way it really worked for me. There was another girl named Tanya had the exact same thing happen, except she came up with this question when a friend asked her about them being in a relationship, and she wasn't sure that she was this guy's girlfriend. Later, she said, hey, this, you know, this guy at work has asked me to lunch, and uh, I haven't accepted yet. Because I was wondering myself, uh, are we kind of an exclusive item? This was after about a couple of months. And he said flat out, you're my girlfriend and I'm your boyfriend. That cleared it up. Ladies especially, this is an excellent method. Because if he says to go on a date like that, that's a signal he doesn't want the relationship to continue in that direction you want. At least, now this is important, at least at that moment he didn't see it that way. But there's a better than average chance... That's subject to change. (laughs) Emotions hit the guys, too, don't forget, especially as he ponders about you on a date with another guy and finds out he does not like it. That's the Scotty Mac and Cheese podcast, uh, smart ways to handle the half question, you know, to find out if you're an exclusive relationship. Make sure to check out the other Scotty Mac and Cheese relationship podcasts on the iHeartRadio app, search words, Scotty Mac and Cheese. Hey, thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the radio.